Tech Squawk, where we discuss how you can maximize the use of your tech stack and how you can achieve zero waste. This is our newest series here at One Leg, where we serve a tech Neapolitan to all the users of platforms like Lead Perfection, Salesforce, Market Sharp, i360, 59, Hatch, Leap, you name it, we let you taste and enjoy it. I'm Vic Sun, the mastermind here at One Leg, and today I am joined again by our two special guests. And we have Casey Reyes and Stephen White. Let's go ahead and check in with them. Stephen, Casey, how are things going? Things are great. It's a beautiful day. I'm just excited to get another one in the books here with you guys. Casey? I 100% agree. It is an absolutely unusually beautiful day in the desert that we call California. And uh, we, we are always thankful and grateful for a nice cold day during the winter, because sometimes it's 80 degrees like yesterday. <laughs> that sounds good. So, you know, today, again, you know, we, we have this new series. We've decided to go ahead and, and call this series Tech Squawk. And, you know, due to an overwhelming amount of people who've been asking us, you know, to go and continue, uh, I guess we're doing that. And, you know, we, we like, we're, we're people pleasers here at One Leg. Um, so today, you know, let's let's get right into it. What is it that you guys want to talk about? Um, what's a topic? Maybe we start off with you, Casey. Yeah, uh, I want to actually talk about um, a little bit of outside lead perfection connection. Um, and this is something that I've been wanting to bring up for quite a bit. And I think today we're going to go over the documents tab uh, where you can host and keep all of your documents actually attached to your customer in your CRM. It's very helpful. Yeah, so you know, in, in a lot of a, a lot of people who use Lead Perfection and even you know uh, platforms like MarketSharp, i360, even Salesforce, um, you know, I would say in my opinion, especially in home improvement, construction, remodeling companies, you know, service companies, you know, in HVAC, um, you know, air conditioning, right, um, perf, they have this really odd habit of not sending documents into their CRM or to their ERP. Uh, I think, you know, they, 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 they fill out all the fields and the forms, but once a salesperson, let's say, runs it, if it doesn't become a sale, especially, you know, um, what do you see? I mean, I know for the most part, I've already said it, they don't really send us information over, you know, they're not interested in it because it didn't sell, but what have you seen and, and, and what, what is, you know, what is the reason why they should be using this platform? Well, I kind of like think of it in the way of, and we're all guilty of this, where uh, you need new clothes for tomorrow, right? And, and you you wash all of your clothes, but then you don't take your clothes and put them in the way in the drawer. And then you have to sit there and dig through your laundry hamper to get your clean clothes out for the next day. It's the same thing when it comes to paperwork. I mean, paperwork is starting to become an outdated term because everything's becoming more digitized. But it's the same thing where even though you have all of your post-sale information already on lead perfection or already on your CRM, you still have to dig through and find all of your post-sale documents, like your contracts, your HOAs, your agreements, all of that is just floating around nebulously. And a lot of people just aren't aware that uh, their other software that they're using to push all of those completed documents over can be received by Lead Perfection, and it's stored in a tab that's conveniently labeled documents. Yeah. Now, so so let's get into that a little bit. Now, you know, there are platforms like Leap that connect with Lead Perfection. It's not 
you know, seamless and, and always, you know, one to one in terms of the fields and, and, and the data being pushed properly. But a document should be, you know, in, in any case, all you need is an S3 account, you know, some sort some sort of storage, um, you know, I would say uh, license, right? And then you can go ahead and attach that to Leap Perfection, Market Sharp, I360, Salesforce, and then you can store your documents there or try to field map it. But um, what other platforms, you know, have you seen um, our clients use or, 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 or in your experience when you were working? you know, uh, as an employee uh, using Lead Perfection and Salesforce, what are platforms that we've connected, you know, to Lead Perfection in order to send these documents directly or to map those fields? Yeah, so um, we have done it most recently with Leap, but we've also done it with Fluix, and we also have done it directly from Adobe itself. Anything that has a mappable field in general, if that is the type of thing that you're filling out, that is where you can take those fields and have Lead Perfection read it because luckily Lead Perfection has not only the utilization of webhooks, but also has the utilization and compatibility with outside programs like Zapier and API Direct Connect as well. So uh, when Vic was mentioning the Amazon S3 account, I just wanted to clarify on there, if you're not familiar, an S3 account on Amazon is like a cloud storage device and it's dirt cheap. And I mean, I'm talking about like, if you're used to using something like Dropbox or um, Google Drive, Amazon S3 is the cheapest that you could possibly get. And it's a really, really great direct push to lead perfection. In fact, they actually have a drop down on there that says S3 account because it's just, it's the best option for it. Um, but I just wanted to clarify that little point, uh, but we, we definitely can have received documents from a lot of different places on lead perfection. Yeah not just right and, and and really this is so many applications right so you know i, I remember in, on a project that you and i did together we also used iCapture, go forms you know these are things that you can you know it's on the cloud you, you can use it on your tablet or your mobile device and really the applications are endless but in particular if in, in marketing on the front end side you use it if you if you have uh, canvassers promoters brand ambassadors showroom staff right you you literally hand them a mobile device you know you give them logins for you embedded you know as an app into their device and now they can access these forms and, and and for the most part you can lock them and so now what you do is you utilize you customize these forms and then you you map them straight into your crm whether it's leap perfection market sharp i360 salesforce what have you and so now you've gotten rid of paper right you've gotten rid of that and um and, and again this is this is missed a lot you are closer you're not necessarily fully compliant, but you are closer to being compliant, you know, with, with the, with, when you're taking in, you know, private information, you know, you know, this is, this is, um, this is a, a big issue and we'll talk about it in another podcast, I'm sure. But with PII, you can get closer to compliance, you know, um, because you keep the information private. You don't have multiple people handle it. You don't have pieces of paper lying around or, you know, you're not keeping the pieces of paper having to have somebody bring it to your office. For salespeople, same thing. You've got measurements, you know, forms, documents. And then when you finally sell the project, if you've got, you know, uh, installers, crew chiefs, measure techs, if you have, you know, all of these digitized and uh, basically you can add them to the device um, and on the cloud. And if there's no internet connection, you know, many of these things that we've done, we can customize it so that you can actually fill out the form. And then when the internet connection or the Wi-Fi kicks in, then it pushes into your CRM. No problem. So there's really all these use cases that eliminate paperwork, you know, help you become more compliant with, um, 
with again, you know, data data privacy. That's that's a big that's a big deal, right? Uh, not only in Europe but also here now um, in the United States. And and I think the other thing there is that because these are uh, you now have data points and metadata that you're picking up, you know. Um, I remember we we were speaking to uh, one company that said, you know, how do we know that the salesperson delivered the presentation? And we said, well, if we did it this way, we could pick up the data and the metadata. So we know if they skipped the field and we know exactly where they were and we know what time they submitted it, all of this information you would have and you'd be able to harness it. But again, it starts with you utilizing um, the documents and, and, and thinking about that and then using it creatively to either limit your costs, you know, mitigate your risks, and at the same time, create a lot more of, it, of, of these efficiencies, right? Removing the inefficiencies. So you're saving money and you're making money at the same time. Um, you know, The other part of it I wanted to just add in as well is that I, I love the way that you said it. You're like, well, you, you can solve it with this, but then you didn't elaborate on it. And I know that's done very purposely. We don't have a lot of time. But um, it's, <laughs> so, it's really. Yeah. No, I no, I get it. I get it. it it's like a whole podcast in itself. But um, I, I just wanted to add in. I've heard so many different companies now say, I cannot see us going fully paperless. You know, we'll still print out a couple of documents, and then yeah. it happens, and they're always it's, shocked. It's, it's so really it's because, not impossible. I mean, you know, part of the part of uh, our, our our podcast is really to inform and entertain to some degree. You know, um, the, our audience, in which you know, a lot of them are using their platforms, and and this is probably something that we should put as a headline for this one is that you're only using 25 to 50% of your platform, you know, and you're paying 100% for it. And, and that is, in fact, the reality. And we exist because we bridge that gap, right? So if you're 25, you're only using 25, you know, 30%, 50% of your platform, we come in because, let's face it, if your team has not known about this and you've been using it for a while, whatever platform you're using, Lead Perfection, again, Salesforce, it's probably unlikely that you'll just stumble upon it. You know what I mean? And it's because of lack of experience, lack of bandwidth, and, and really you just don't know how to go about it. So we come in and we go ahead and, and, and know how to do these things and we expedite that, right? Because that's the experience and that's the things that, that we that we do, right, uh, for our clients. Um, so let, let's move on to, to, to Stephen here and then we'll come back here. You know, again, uh, Stephen, you know, what is it that you, you, that you, you find for this episode? What is it that, you, you know, you want to bring up that some, some people are just not using, a lot of people aren't using and they should be? Perfect. And, and this is going back to our other <clears throat> big platform we've used is 5.9. And, and, and this is an example, again, of that you are only using 25%. You're only using 50% of the platform. Something I've seen ex just underutilized to the nth degree is these reports within the 5.9 system that are, and, and I actually just finished a blog article that's going to be up on our website, uh, Zero Marketing Waste. And it's talking about how uh, within the reports, uh, key KPIs that are not fully organized and used uh, by the by supervisors, by team leads, by people that, especially since we're all starting to be more um, more remotely taking care of our our workers and our employees. How are we tracking who's doing what at what time, and and how are we recording? Um, how efficient our team is. And, and one of the ways that they aren't doing this, at least in some situations, I, I've seen this underutilized. There's a way to record exactly how much time each user is on in each state, especially on 5.9. So you can break this down to minutes and seconds, which 
if you start to get down to the seconds, if you're getting that granular with how long someone's taking to take a look at their their lead and to make the phone call, they're sitting there trying. And and I've seen it. People game the system. They learn the system and they say, you know what? I can actually sit for five minutes before the call is going to go. I'm going to sit for five minutes. I'm going to waste that five minutes. You add that up over the course of, a, of an entire week, you're wasting 30 hours a week, 40 hours a week. It's it's crazy. And and if you're not so paying attention really, to it, you know, then it sounds like you know, today our theme is really data management, data storage, and data usage, right? And, and, and analyzing that data. Um, a lot of companies in 5.9, many times we see call mm-hmm. center managers, you know, who don't really have a background in, 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 in data reporting or analytics or, or data management. And their real main interest is really, you know, what are the, the goals? Have they been met, right? How many how many appointments did you schedule? How many calls did you make? How many sales you made? How many, you know, how and, and, and how many hangups did you do? How many people said no to you? And really, I think... Um, you know, though that is useful in, in, in on a surface level to be able to kind of have get the pulse of what your team is doing. You know, it begs the question: Well, what are the elements that contribute to those things, right? Like, you know, you're 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 getting a lot of people saying, "I'm not interested with your agents," or your agents are going through hundreds of calls uh, a day, and they're only really booking one or two appointments a day, or coming up with the right goal. I mean, to to me, that's a lot of waste, you know, and the way you do that is I, is I, the way that that happens is you are not looking at the elements right you're not looking at it from a moneyball perspective when you're you're saying well do i have my reports set up where i look at each element of time like how much time do they spend in the intro right do they actually go through this part of the conversation where you know they discuss the value and and, and that back and forth how fast is that intro versus them getting to the next stage. And and I think that this is uh in, in this day in this day and age where where you have mentioned a lot of work from home uh, agents, it's so much more important now, you know, that you actually look at this data and then you look at it from a personal perspective, right? Because that really helps you. You can go into the mindset and into the person, you know, their day to day. Like you can find in, you know, you know what, this agent right here not very good in the morning, maybe because of X, Y, and Z, these are the elements. And so I help them out and maybe I move them in the afternoon, right? Or have a conversation with them. Um, but I think the, the the overwhelming issue for me is that a lot of call centers, they use 5.9. You've pointed out how great the reporting is. I think the data the data is not being collected and it's not being set up under reports and so it's very hard for a lot of companies to create improvements other than what they know right because there's this group think which is i think an, an issue especially with technology right if you've got a bunch of people in a company who don't know how to use the technology who don't know you know anything other than what they've been discussing for months or years and they all know each other and they all kind of use the same platform it's very tough to go in and innovate, right? Or at least come up with new ideas. Even when you say, well, we do discuss it and we do talk about it and we try to brainstorm, you know, you know, that brain dump sometimes will be just a mismatch of, of, of people's um, lack of knowledge, right? Or at least with the things that they know, not mm-hmm. what they don't know. And I think that this is a challenge to a lot of companies, you know, uh, today is, you know, do you have, the foresight to be able to bring in a new voice, you know, different perspective, whether it's it's companies like us, you know, who focus on customer experience or, 
you know, other people who can consult with you, coach you through up to it, because, you know, it, they do bring in something that you have, like, this is the reason why you bring in people that, because you don't know what you don't know. And you, so you want to know those things, right? Um, those people can help you. Um, so I, I think part of this is, is let's, let's tie it down, right? So you've got, we talked about the, um, the data points, documents that are not being utilized front end, back end, you know, and, and at the same time, you know, field mapping those. And then on di for dialers, not collecting the data, what are some of the tips that you guys can can give our audience and, and some of the people who are interested? Like, what would be, like, people like these pneumatic things, like, what would be three to five steps for them to get better? And, and what can they expect when they start doing that? I think a good you place to start. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll start off, but I'm not going to I'm not going to cover everything and you could jump jump in after. Um, so I think number one, and this is always what uh, companies that are super, super busy fall into is make time, schedule time for yourself to look in and assess the back of your system. Try to always be improving your system. A lot of people get stuck into the it works for my day to day. So why improve it mindset? And if you schedule a time for yourself as like a, a higher level person, like a business owner, I guarantee you, you're going to find things that can be improved and you can't leave it up to your team to only be finding those things because they're super busy too. So every week, if you schedule a little bit of time to go through it, I think that that is a really good place to start. The second thing is don't be assigning these improvement tasks to people who are already filled up on the schedule because they will never get done. Um, if you do want these people to be working on these extra tasks for you, you have to make sure to take something off their plate and delegate it to somebody else. So that way they have time to make their system better. And overall, I know that it's kind of a pain in the butt to move things around, but you'll be, waste, you'll be wasting less time moving forward, making the system more efficient. Yeah, I, I like that. And I think my takeaway from there is, you know, do a sandbox model. If you're gonna start, you know, picking up these documents and then you have let's let's say 50 salespeople why don't you try with two or three of these salespeople right and then see how those results are a b tested against the po the general population um but but start small start where something that you can you can test out with a bunch of people who will be compliant um i think that's 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 my biggest takeaway there from the great tips and you know some 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 really effective ways of getting you know these changes these improvements off the ground is is starting small and 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 again you know you know sometimes it's a conundrum right can i find somebody to delegate this other thing because this plate is not full and and i think you said in our last podcast you know um the last two clients that we talked to they you know people have been there for many 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 years they have their day-to-day -day, and it's like trying to delegate more work to those people even if they're capable is just not going to work because it'll just take away from the things that are you know the time that they have um spent doing their daily tasks uh, or it, it'll just make them unhappy how about you steven i'm thinking along the lines of ways where you can start to get a new perspective i, I and, and maybe it's crazy but i i think there's a lot of value in talking to some of the lower employees in an organization because they they, everyone notices something, and and I think that I think that having a conversation with somebody that has realized, like some, it could be a complaint, it could also be, oh my gosh, like what, it's kind of out of the box thinking from somebody that's new to an organization. I think that they may have like a maybe just a different perspective where they don't have that learned, um, 
what's the thing you like to use? Like tribal knowledge that everyone in the organization, maybe they don't have all the SOPs written out and they haven't memorized every single process from start to finish. And they come in and they throw out a new a new set of eyes looking at a problem doesn't always come up with the same solution. And and sometimes those solutions, they may be the innovation that you need. So I'd say try to talk to some of the employees that um, aren't used to the day-to-day and have been, I guess, if it hasn't become well, habit. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Or is that crazy? Am this I crazy? is a great tip, but, I, but no, no, you're not crazy. But I think what we're bringing up here is is something that's almost impossible for most companies. If you've got an incompetent manager or, or maybe just a manager who doesn't know what they're doing or you know they don't know how to solve this problem, the, the catch-22 here, right, is that they're not going to want somebody digging into the system because it's going to bring up all these these issues that that their their boss or their CEO or the owner of the company is going to go and again this again this is the fault of the owner if they if they've been this way it's like you know they're going to start like why didn't you know about that right or, or they blame the person and so not mm-hmm. only does this person not know how to fix that issue they'd have not known that there was an issue you know, it exacerbates the entire process when you have somebody who's going to start penalizing you. And so that cycle, that's, that violent cycle, you know, of stupidity, I think, continues is because now if I'm the manager, I'm like, I don't want anybody coming in here, helping me out, trying to discover new ways because I'm supposed to be doing that. And then on the on, on the flip side, you know, if the owner brings that person in, you know, and we've encountered that with one with one call center, you know, um, wasn't a very big call center, but the the manager was just adamant about not changing anything. Didn't want us to get into the reports. Didn't want us looking at the data, even though we had permission from the owner. And then we discovered it's because he didn't know what was going on. Like he he thought these are the things are the issues, and he had the owner's ear. But in reality, you know. The, the results were were, were, were terrible result, results. The pandemic happened. Everything tanked. You know, 2021 happened and it did not improve. And I think the question to a lot of owners and CEOs is, what are you going to do to your managers if you find out that they don't know? Are you going to penalize them? Because that's just not going to help, right? Um, two, um, if, you, if, if you think that like kind of rocking the boat is you know is what's going to happen when you try to discover and uncover these particular things then the question really remains is are is that more painful than the amount of money that you're losing every day right because sometimes it boils down to that people are just like eh, i'm losing that money i'd rather have that and be embarrassed right whether you're a manager or um an an, an, an owner so i think that i think what what companies should do is really prepare their mind you know my tip to owners and companies is prepare your mind work as a team understand that things that that when when companies like us or other or other people that come in to try to help you they're going to uncover things that you're not so good at and maybe you haven't been good at for a while that's okay because that's the whole definition of improvement is finding something that you're not good at you know and then attacking it together collaborating so that you can get good at it over a period of time and then sustaining that um and and I think that if you can get over the ego and get over the the issues, I think that's so much easier to overcome than 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 lack of revenue, than losing money, losing employees over time, and your business getting dominated by your competitor who doesn't really care about you know their ego. They care about improving. They care about 
you know, results. Um, so, so really, I think that's, you know, this is the big challenge. Any, any last parting words before we end this, po- this podcast? Man, you really aired some people's dirty laundry on that one, Vic. <laughs> we didn't name anybody. We didn't name I never anybody, said you did. So okay. I never said you did. No, but, <laughs> no, but I think that that, that harsh truth is something to, uh, to run yourself fast like past it you know did you fall into any of those did you feel angry or have an emotion related to any of those because if you did you might need to be thinking about it <laughs> well look it, 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 I'll, I'll i'll be the first to, to say that I, I used to work in a company where you know the owner thought that they knew everything about let's say their call center but they were hiring me to go and fix all of that but you know but the person took that ego away and said, well, you, I'm hiring the person who knows about this. So you should be the one tell me how it's done. Not what I think I can do because let's face it, right? Owners who have been around for many, many years, the more they succeed, the longer they have. Yes. You're going to have that confidence. You're going to have that, that, that pride in what you do and what you know, but it's not what you, what you knew. It's what you now know. And the things are changing all the time. And, and let's face it. If you think, that you know everything, it's very hard to fill your cup because it's already full. You're gonna, you know, this is the reason why a lot of companies have not learned from last year. They still have, they still insist on keeping what, you know, to the good old days where the good old days are done. You know what I mean? It's it's harder to hire call center reps. It's harder to hire salespeople. It's, it's, it's harder to keep, maintain them and keep them motivated, especially if you're also doing work from home. You've got to evolve. And, and evolution is painful. It means bringing in information. It means you accepting that you need help, which means that you're not perfect. You've made mistakes and, and you know, you, you know, you, you don't know a lot of things. Um, how about you, Stephen? Last few, last few. Uh, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I think you've maybe mentioned the next like four, the four topics we can talk about just in the last few minutes. There's a lot of really, I think we can dive deep on a lot of the, the topics you've mentioned because um there there's there's a lot that um i think begs elaboration and and additional um additional components that i think no, there's a lot of items that um i that's where i'm going anyways sorry i'm just uh it's been a bit of a long day okay. <laughs> but but i yeah all right well that's it for us today um, you know, we, we, we thank our audience for, for, for continuing to subscribe and follow us, um, you know, to, to subscribe to our new series here, Tech Squawk, you know, go to zeromarketingwaste.com where you can go ahead and subscribe to Tech Squawk and all our other podcasts, including One Leg Up. Um, you can find us in our social accounts, you know, uh, find our, 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 our brand, Mingo to Flamingo, look for that, and you can go ahead and, and, and engage us, ask us questions, subscribe, follow. I mean, we hope that you guys enjoy this. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks, everybody.